and welcome to the show. Well, the President Cyril Ramaphosa has just concluded his address to the nation. This, of course, is an address that comes after various consultations with traditional leaders, religious leaders, and many others, as well as the National Coronavirus Command Council. And, of course, this time he's come with certain changes to the restrictions and to unpack these further. Well, just a casual conversation, really. This. I'm joined by Imad Noor Muhammad, a fellow journalist. Assalamu alaikum, Imad, and welcome to the show. Walaikum salam, Zahid. Thank you for having me. Uh, am I audible? It's great. Yes, you are indeed. Great to hear welcome. from you uh, once again. So, I mean, this uh, particular address, not very substantial for me. How did you find it? Well, I think the whole country found it not so substantial because the, the reality is that most people weren't wearing their masks outdoors already. So now, mm. okay, yes, it is now a, a constitutionalized that we don't have to wear masks outdoors, and that's that's great. But it it didn't have. It's like a slow progression from the president, from the presidency, and from the government, from moving mm. away from the state of disaster and all these regulations. So it's it's a step in the right direction, but it's it's a very it's not a substantial step. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people might have been expecting more, but at the same time, can you really expect more? Because our government has been known to be dragging its feet when it comes to this whole COVID response. A lot of criticism for it as well. I mean, if we look, a lot of countries have been dropping the restrictions. I mean, we look, Kenya has become the latest. A few others have dropped. Dubai, for example. The, I think it's the entire UAE as well. Uh, so there has been this change in on on the global stage, but I think South Africa has been dragging its feet really when it comes to these things. Um, and and Ramaphosa himself, I think today said this evening that uh, he's looked at the experiences of other countries, and the reason why he's not going to rush is because well there seems to have been surges in other countries. I'm not sure exactly which countries he's talking about there. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's talking also about the national state of disaster, which has been in place for like two years, just over that. And a lot of controversy around that as well. But he says public con comment is now open on the Public Health Regulations Act. So we'll see how that goes. But in terms of uh, the restrictions that have been changed, I mean, gatherings, what really stood out for me was the gatherings aspect. I mean, indoor and outdoor venues cannot take up to 50% of the capacity as long as uh, visitors provide proof of vaccination. Yeah, and that that's, again, a step in the right direction. But at the same time, you're left with the same problem because it's still 50%. So, for example, I'm in university, right? I'm a second-year student, and I have literally never been to campus because everything's been mm -hmm. online. And the university, basically what they've told us is that because of the 50% rule, they can't allow us to go back because they can't accommodate the numbers. So if a lecture hall can accommodate, let's say, 400 people, they have more than 200 students. So, yes, it's nice that we, that they've now changed the restriction on gatherings, but a lot of places are left with the same problem. So, for example, we can't go back to university still. So we still have to wait. Mm. So that's the, I guess, the yeah, I guess we'll see in the coming days how this actually pans out and how, you know, if events and stuff are going to end up taking place with these changes to regulations. But again, I think the government really is sitting on the fence here because, um, I mean, at, on, on one hand saying, okay, 50% can be filled if you have vaccination, but then if there's no 
if 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 there's no proof of vaccination, then the the previous restrictions remain in place. One thousand for indoors, two thousand for outdoors. So, I mean, really, it's uh, the way I see it. I think you should rather just decide on one thing and you know make that decision and enforce it really instead of sitting on the fence here. Yeah, and what I found interesting was that when the the Department of Health issued these these exact regulations, or at least at least most of them last week, and they said this is what we're going to do after we end the state of disaster, and you have to, obviously, it's open for public consultation and everything. But what's interesting is that even when they end the state of disaster, the wearing mm -hmm. of masks is still going to be mandatory. The social distancing it's going to be reduced from one and a half meters to one meter, and this whole yes, you have to show proof of vaccination and everything. So a lot of the the same rules are going to apply. So. It, it means for at least the, for the foreseeable future, we're just going to be stuck in the same situation. Nothing really is going to change. Yeah, and the president did actually point that out. I mean, he said it doesn't mean that uh, once the, the Public Health Regulations Act takes over, it doesn't mean that the pandemic is over. It just means that the government's approach is not changing. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be angered by this as well. I, I don't think anyone really wants to see this continuation of such restrictions and the president, I think, just needs to be straightforward and honest with us, don't you think? 100%. And also, I think the only restriction I agree that should stay in place is the wearing of masks, because from the start, they've been telling us that's the best way to prevent yourself from getting COVID is to wear a mask. Yeah, but I mean, so, even, yeah. even that, even that, sorry to interject you there, but I mean, even that's when it comes to that... I mean, if you're saying up to around 60%, 70% of the population has already achieved immunity, uh, and I mean, the science, the scientists as well have been speaking about this, and they're saying, do away with these restrictions. That's true, but I, I still think that we should wear masks because the masks themselves don't really impact the the economy in that sense, like the restriction on mm -hmm. gatherings, that impacts yeah. the economy. So the other restrictions do away with everything. Just tell people that you have to still wear masks. It's that simple. Outdoors, okay, yes, because you, you have a lot more ventilation. But indoors, tell people to still wear masks. At least for the next couple of months, let's see where COVID takes us. Well, I don't know. There might be a potential yeah. wave they're already talking about. And then we'll see. But yeah. the, the social distancing and everything, I think they, they really should do away with it. Yeah, I mean, okay, so, so social distancing has been done away with in, in terms of school settings, but not in, in other settings. So yeah, that's still there in certain settings. Uh, and I see what you mean about the masks. I just don't want these kind of things to, to become entrenched in, in legislation, you know, uh, something that we've got to live with permanently. But anyway, uh, be that as it may, the president then concluded his address by stressing vaccination. You know, those who have already been vaccinated, urging them to go and get their booster doses and those who haven't been vaccinated to obviously go and get the doses. I know there's been a lot of hesitancy, especially amongst those who actually took the first and second doses, but I'm now not sure whether to take the booster dose. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm also contemplating taking the booster. You are. But I, I mean, I'll tell you, I took it on Saturday and oh my God, I was dead on Sunday. <laughs> It's a problem. Even with yeah. the with the initial vaccinations, a lot of people have they their side those side effects. But I think um vaccinations in general, okay, I don't know about boosters. Let's let's just leave that aside. The general first and second dose of your vaccine, depending on which mm. vaccine you take, is the only step that we have to truly end the pandemic. 
because yeah. we know even historically vaccines are, have been used to end pandemics absolutely you know and and not even pandemics mm. like any disease i mean when we when most of us are babies we how many um flu injections and other injections we get you know we don't complain so i think and i think right now the vaccine stats are lying at like 30% 30% of the adult population or 30% yeah, population yeah. or 40% of the adult population which is not good because how long ago did we um start the vaccine Begin campaign the about a year ago yeah. february mm. i think it was more than that i think yeah uh, yes so it that's not good at all only 40% a year later so yeah, I, i so if anyone listening going... to this i would say get your vaccine take the first two doses or the first dose if you're taking the Johnson and Johnson then about the booster and I, i saw article today they're talking about a fourth um fourth dose so we'll see about that but just take your initial vaccines and then let's see where yeah. life takes us yeah i suppose yeah but then also that opens up the conversation about accessibility to vaccines and all of that with the current situation with our healthcare system and and all of that uh but nonetheless i think let's leave it there for now thank you so much for your time no problem thank you so much said all right uh, that brings us to the end of this episode it is indeed a special episode of course in response to president sir ramaphosa's address Let's continue this discussion. I mean, we just spoke to Imad Noor Muhammad is one of the journalists. Uh, really actually I really admire his work as a fellow journalist. I mean, young journalist doing great stuff out there. I really love it. But anyway, let's continue this discussion and actually right now I'm joined by Lesekh Bukela. Good evening and welcome to the show. Uh, good evening. Good evening. Um Yeah. yeah. So Lesejo is here to give us just some general sense of what people are feeling. I mean, as an individual, uh he's going to share with us his reaction to the president's speech. Uh, Lesejo, I'm not sure if you if you actually tuned in this evening. Did you, did you hear any of what the president said? I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Uh no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's a lot of people. That's a lot yeah. that's that's the sentiment a lot of people see this evening. Um I think a lot of people have become disillusioned, not interested in hearing what the president says anymore because I mean they will eventually find out later on and I think a lot of people are now bored of these restrictions unfortunately. Uh but yeah, I mean Lesejo, if I told you what the president said, it was not that substantial in 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 my opinion. uh but masks are still here to stay yeah i mean perhaps that's that's why you may have not heard what the president had to say why you were not listening i mean masks well that's still here i really hate the idea of masks although i do recognize its necessity but those are still here i mean public indoor spaces require but, uh, they have been dropped one good sign i mean they have been dropped for outdoor spaces but really i mean who's been following that rule Yeah, I mean, as a country, especially South Africa, you know, uh we're not that good or a great deal of us are not that good at following this whole mask rule. Um we we just we move to the the beat of our own drum sometimes. So whether or not it is still law as to wearing masks as a necessity, it, it's really up to the people themselves whether they do it or not and it's it's hard to stop them unless you have like security or something or you cannot go into this place unless you you're supposed to wear a mask i know 
I myself uh, don't really care for masks, but I don't really mind them as well. Um, yeah, you're right. Nothing substantial came comes out of the president's addresses anymore. It's really just numbers, 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 new COVID cases, or how good we're doing and combating it. That's exactly what I mean when I say people are now you know, getting yeah. bored of what the president has to say, really, uh, to put it bluntly. Uh, but I mean, okay, there's, there's really one thing which I think a lot of people are going to be dissatisfied with, but a lot of people are also going to welcome. It just depends on which end of the spectrum you are, really. And I think COVID has really been one of those very divisive issues, and this is going to be no exception. So if we look at uh, restrictions and gatherings, well... Uh, you know, those have been eased slightly. I mean, indoor and outdoor venues can now take up to 50% of capacity as long as proof of vaccination is produced. Uh, but then again, if, if, if you don't wish to produce that proof of vaccination, well, then you've got to stay with the current restrictions of 1,000 indoors and 2,000 outdoors. How do you feel about that, Nisiho? I mean, enforcing vaccine mandates, if it comes to that. Funny thing is, a few months ago, uh, the government was saying we're not going to force anyone to, to, to get vaccinated and this and that. But they're basically putting restrictions in place that are suggesting that you absolutely that it's kind of mandatory, or else you won't be able to do anything. To that point, um, mm. I'm well, going to grumble a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'll leave you to your opinion. Yeah, yeah, go I ahead. Think with, with that whole situation, like I said, with the, with the mask thing as well, we we walk to the beat of our own drum as South Africans after the time. So I know for a fact there are still going to be grooves that are packed to max capacity. There are still going to be gatherings that are packed to max capacity. Ah, English, <laughs> max yeah. capacity. But like it's it's very few, or it's going to be very rare that people adhere to the rules at all times. It's it's not Sadly something that, so. yeah. So like the whole fifty people thing. Some people will adhere to it. Some people won't. Some people will try to protect themselves, but some people will just will kind of do the you only live once thing. And um, mm. I honestly, I would kind of adhere to the restriction, but at the same time, I'm not gonna force it upon everyone else if i were to host a gathering or anything like i'm not going to force it upon other people to to do those things but i honestly just because of my personal situation and uh the people i surround myself with i'm not i would rather maybe keep it small until we get to a place where we're like you know what covid isn't that serious so um but yeah, yeah. i think I think the whole restriction as to how many people can gather in one place is kind of redundant considering the parties and whatnot that we have in this country. So, and not to mention the fact that when I think these municipal elections were coming on and everyone was campaigning, these restrictions actually kind of fell through. You know, the parties were having mass Mm -hmm. gatherings and rallies and all that. And people were in crowds and everything, and no one said anything about it. So, uh, it's 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 really, according to the government, government, it's it's really just convenience. I mean, no, mm-hmm. no, they don't really care if it does. If they only really care when it doesn't affect them. So, yeah, I don't really take 
much of the restrictions seriously even though those restrictions are good and you should probably listen to them i think just the nature of the government and the south african government is is what i have come to lose respect for that's probably the reason why i don't watch the addresses as well because i don't really have much respect for what they have to say um mm. i don't take it as seriously anymore because at the end of the day they really the government carries and acts like a bunch of joke man so i mean like to anyone who doesn't necessarily know what that reference means basically i'm saying they act like a bunch of jokes um they 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 don't they're not serious they they make it hard to respect them and mm. listen to them and take them seriously so yeah uh, to me and i'm sure many others they're a bunch of joke man and yeah 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 thank you for that i mean i think that's a sentiment many share but at the same time i think there are quite a number of people as well on the other end of the spectrum who share differing sentiment but nonetheless thank you so much for your time let's no, no problem thanks all right uh, that was Lesejo Bukela, uh just giving us a general feel of you know his response and reaction to the to to, to the president's address and i think uh a lot of the sentiment shared by the general South African public coming through Lesejo's voice this evening. Uh, but yeah, I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opin opinions as well. Uh, anyways, let's leave it there for this particular episode. Of course, this was a special episode. Um, and yeah, I mean, Lesejo will join, join me tomorrow again, although not on this very same show. I think we're going to be on the Youthland pod let me rephrase that. Let me try that again. Um, the Youth Lounge podcast, and I think some exciting conversations coming on there as well. Those That particular podcast is available on many platforms as well. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube as well. So be sure to check that out tomorrow coming out at 3 p.m.